Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Curly Nerd Podcast, a week late episode of the Curly Nerd Podcast. I am the Curly Nerd Jess, and as usual, I am joined by... I am D. Randall. I've been fly ever since. I'm now a made man. I met James Prince. Yeah. Oh yeah, you sure did. I probably, How did that go? I probably should have bleeped that out, but nah, it's all good. No, he, it's... Um, Despite despite all appearances, he's actually a really nice guy. He seems nice. Yeah, he's he's a really nice guy. Um, you know, he's obviously not. He doesn't hide from his past, but he also doesn't revel in it either. Um, whenever you talk about him, he always talks about plans for the future and, and giving back to the community and and being uplifting and all those good things. Like, and and I'm and I'm saying this legitimately, not even trying to blow smoke. Right. So it's uh, you know. And he's he's aware of the mystique about him, right, right, right. Um, he definitely uses it to his advantage. So yeah, right. Which is so funny that he was sorry after I found out about him, he started doing all these appearances. I'm like, I thought he wasn't somebody who liked to like be known like that. Yeah, no, he did. I mean, there was a moment when because uh, I was recording an interview, videotaping an interview with him, and he wasn't quite comfortable yet with us. Um, recording a certain actual recording, it. yeah. And he was like, uh, "Yeah, y'all go ahead and turn those cameras around that way." Yes, sir. You sir, were like, "Yes, sir." Sir, sir yes, I oblige. Yes, yep, yep. Happy to oblige. Yep, I'm doing it. More than happy. I will. I will unhook everything if you like. But I was cool. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, so a lot has happened since we last met. I went to San Diego Comic Con. We're a week late with the updates. Everybody has already seen the updates. Um, <laughs> It's been a lot going on. So I just, I I just want to talk now. about what your experience was like. We already know what, what the updates. My experience was one of I had a good time, but I was also disappointed at the same time because mm-hmm. I don't I what the thing I don't like about San Diego Comic Con as compared to the rest of the cons. I didn't see as much cosplay one mm-hmm. two. I hate the they do this on purpose. They make it so that you can only pick one thing. Pick yeah. one. Which one do you want to do? And I don't like that. So I bought. Uh, the Deadly Class hardback trade, because Deadly Class is coming out. They had a panel for that. Rick Remender, the writer, was going to be doing a signing with a bunch of the actors. I had to be there at 9 a.m. on Saturday morning to get my wristband to get my book signed. But I had to be at Hall H at 9 on Saturday if I wanted the WB panel. So which one do I want? I And this be clear, like, yeah, I, I really, really want to see the WB panel, but I really wanted to get my comic book signed. Yeah, You know, that's like my favorite thing to do at Comic-Con is get my books signed by my writers and artists and colorists and everything else, right? That's right. So that was kind of annoying that I didn't get to get So I'm carrying this big old book around. Like, I bought this book because I wanted it signed. I don't get to have it signed. I missed out on Jeff Lemire get a signing. Everything is like, got to be the first thing in the morning, get your wristband or else you don't get to get stuff signed. You oh, know? that sucks. So that sucks. But I got to see Dustin Nguyen again, who I absolutely love. I saw Porn Sack Pitchelshet um, with Jeff Lemire doing the signing. But of course, I missed out on that. I got some pictures. Took a bunch of pictures. If you followed us on Instagram, I posted a bunch of videos. Uh, I got to see the Adult Swim 
um, theme park thing that was really cute. I didn't want to wait in line for that, though, because I was like, <laughs> I don't want to ride a small circle on a go-kart, you know, just yeah. to say that I did the adult swim. As much as I love adult swim, you know, I was like, nah, I'm not doing that. Um, I got my picture in front of the Attack on Titan, as is tradition, because, you know, as is tradition, I always get my picture in front of Attack on Titan every time I go to San Diego Comic-Con. The new mm-hmm. season has just started. So I watched the new episode. Ooh. I haven't watched the second episode. Uh, it's a lot happening. I need to have somebody explain it to me because I'm super confused. Uh, but um, I need to catch up on it. Uh, I think I need to finish the last couple of episodes of season two. But yeah, I need to rewatch season two because I like this. The beginning of season three, I was like, wait, what is happening? Cause people were getting shot, and I'm like, why are people getting shot by other people? Like just shot and killed in cold blood. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> um, but no, I had a good time. Like, it was fun. Like, uh, Joe hooked me up with the ticket. That was fun. Oh, we got to get hooked up. So this is a funny story. Funny story. Okay. So Joe and I are trying to figure out, get something to eat. He's not paying attention. I want. I told him, I want to go back to this Taco Bell. There's a Taco Bell, and it's like a sit-down restaurant. I think it's part of the con, but I'm not sure exactly what it is. Let's go to this Taco Bell. So we go to Taco Bell. I'm trying to walk over. He doesn't, he's not paying attention because he's trying to keep up with me because, you know, I'm ducking and dodging through all the people, these, you know, crowds of people at Comic-Con and I kind of cut through and he trips and falls forward and he trips in front of the bouncer guy in front of the Taco Bell and the bouncer guy was giving him a hard, such a hard time about it. He thought he was tripping over his own feet because he thought that Joe was like checking me out or like in love with me or something, you know, on one of those things. <laughs> so the guy kept giving him such a hard time. He's like, does your man have a chance? Does your man have a chance? And I'm just like, and Joe and I are both like, no, like absolutely not. Like uh. as rude as that sounds, I'm like, nah, like this is my friend. And Joe's like, ew, like, no, like we're both like, you're making us really uncomfortable right now. We're like, and he, he could not stop picking on Joe for tripping over his own feet, like trying to get to me just because I was trying to see if we could get in. I'm like, how can we get into this Taco Bell restaurant? So what it was, it was 25th, 25th anniversary of Demolition Man, which I never saw, but I know exactly what it is. It's a movie with Wesley Snipes and Sylvester Stallone where it's like a sci-fi movie where he goes into the yes. future. Well, apparently in this movie that I've never seen, in the future... All of the fast food restaurants are now like fine dining establishments. And I, like fi- I'd forgotten about that until yes. you told me what it was about. So yeah. that's what it was. So because so they were all they're like, we're sorry, we're filled up for the evening because they close at midnight or something like that. And it was like eight o'clock. And I was like, oh, that sucks. They have to come back tomorrow. And so the bouncer who was giving Joe a hard time was like, so what's going on? Because, you know, and we introduce each. We talk to each other. We're chatting or whatever. I was like, they said it's booked up. He's like, no, nah, just come back in 30 minutes. I'll get you in. And I'm like, I'm so happy that Joe embarrassed himself because <laughs> we got to get in and get and eat. And they told us they were out of food. All we have is like the fries left. No, we got the full five course dinner, like on silver platters, like seriously, like that plates. We had crazy. waiters. And then they had the three seashell, the three shells. So apparently they don't have toilet paper in the future. They have three shells which is yeah. like a better way, I guess, to wipe your butt. I'm not really sure exactly what that is all about because I never mm. saw the movie. And apparently the movie doesn't tell you what it's about either. It does not. And not only that, in this restaurant, there was someone with a grand piano playing the piano but singing the jingles to commercials. Like, my baloney has a first name. Wow. It's O-S-C-A-R. But, like, playing the uh, the piano, like, classical music. And he's like, yeah. oh, my God, it's just like the movie. So we got a free meal five course meal 
of course it was Taco Bell, but it was really nice, really good. And I guess alcohol is bo- abolished or banned or whatever, but they like they were like banned um, beverages are now legal tonight or whatever. So there was a bar, so we got like a drink or whatever. And they had like a non-alcoholic like Taco Bell type beverage with like boba boba in it, little bobas, yeah. you know, like one of those. But that was actually super cool. And now I need to watch Demolition Man. I never saw it because I was too young to watch it when it came out. My parents wouldn't let me watch it. It does not age well. Let me tell you. Oh, I can only imagine. Wesley Snipes and Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone didn't age well. So what makes you think yeah, that yeah. age well? Wesley Snipes had the worst haircut I've ever seen in that movie. Oh, I remember. Yeah. I remember. Not as bad as Blade. The Blade haircut. Ooh. I don't know about the Blade. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I'm still jealous, though. Yeah, it was really cool. Like, free food. And I ate Mexican food every single meal. Because I was, you know, they don't have no Mexican food. In, and I love California. And Texas Mexican food is not the California Mexican food. Oh, no. Texas ours, Mexican ours food is, is Tex-Mex. No, it's Tex-Mex. I wanted Mexican California Mexican food. Well, I wanted the California Mexican food. Mm. Refried beans. I had chilaquiles at the best chilaquile yeah, restaurant in all of San, uh, San Diego. Yeah, yeah, it's not you. the same. It's not yeah, the same. The refried beans are lit. Oh, it's just, I just had the best food of my life. It was so good. I had some of the best food. I went to this place called. I have a headache called, from rolling my eyes right now. Yeah, I know, but it's not the same. And all the California people agree with me. It's not the same. It's not the same. I like, I do like Tex-Mex, but I do prefer California Mexican. Sorry, not sorry. Agree to disagree. Yeah, just like your Whataburger trash hole, dusty hamburger See, with the dry, I'm that not, thick, dry, that sponge they put on the outside of that dry patty with the iceberg lettuce. Gotta go. Gotta go. Anyway, so that was Comic-Con uh, 2018. <laughs> um you know. By the way, Dustin Dustin Wynn recognizes me every time I see him now, which I love. He's like, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" I'm like, "Hi, Dustin. You can you sign a comic book, please, and kind of a picture." You are like, probably yep. the only black woman. Probably that, that approaches him to get comic books signed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So it was that that was pretty. Good. I actually just really love seeing him. He's really nice. And we yep. ran into another one of the geeks. Uh, we ran into Sean and bought a pen. I got a. I got a pin from a place called a tribe called, well, what is it called? No, it's, where did I get those pins from? I can't think of where I got them from. But I got a Donald Glover pin for Sean, one of our geek friends. Um, And then I got one for myself as well. And it was a, uh, they do these, they do these crossovers. Mm -hmm. So it's like childish Gambino doing this, this is America pose with a gun, but drawn as a peanuts character. Yeah. And then I also got for another friend who likes The Simpsons but also likes Coco. They had Santa's Little Helper as Dante from Coco, but as the spirit animal thing. And then I got, actually, I got Tim, the people's critic, a small gift. When I get to Seattle, I haven't told him yet. When he hears the podcast, he'll find out. Don't tell him. I'm not telling him what it is, but I got him a gift as well. So I was like, oh, my God, I have to get this for Tim. He'll, He'll love this. But, um... Yeah, I mean, it, overall, it was cool. Like, seeing all the, you know, I'm excited for Godzilla. You know, um, it was cool seeing Johnny Depp on stage and as Grindelwald in his full costume, you know, saying who knows what. Uh, it was really cool. I got to see the guy come out who um, for the Bumblebee panel, the mm-hmm. who, who sings the song from the Transformers movie you from the, the 80s. Touch. <sighs> yeah, he came out and he sang yeah. and played the guitar. That was you cool. The, the, the man who does the voice for... 
Optimus Prime come, came up and during one of the panel. Something Peter Cullen, something. Yeah, he came up and he's like, yeah. I, this is Optimus Prime. And totally did the voice. He's like, I've noticed that I'm not in this trailer at all, this movie. That was funny. Oh, a highlight for me, though, was John Cena coming out because he's in the new Bumblebee movie. Mm -hmm. So John Cena comes out. And when people come up to ask him questions, this adorable, like eight, maybe eight to 10 year old little boy comes out and says, um, I have a question for John Cena, but I can't see him. And waves his hands in front of his face <laughs> like they do for John Cena. I have a question for John Cena, but I can't see him. And when I tell you we fell out, the whole audience was rolling because wow. the kid was so serious. It was the cutest thing. Uh, it was adorable. Adorable. Kiss but I mean, I had a nice time. So I mean, I'm looking forward to going back hopefully next year. Just it's fun. Comic cons are fun. Cons are fun. Yeah. It's I'm fun. looking forward to it. Especially when you if, when you scale it back, you don't force yourself to stay all four days or whatever. You just kind of right enjoy. It yeah, just days. chilling. And I did. I just went to the things I wanted to go to, and then I would just go shopping or go back to the room or go eat. You know. Good deal. Yeah, it was cool. Good deal. Thank you to Joe again for that hookup. That was I had a good time. Shout out to Joe. Who, by the way, had a booth there and wasn't even working at it. What? <laughs> for, for his comic book, yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> He's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> you people. Well, cool. Um, so now that you're back stateside again, I guess we'll call it that. Uh, seen any good movies? On the east like? side. On the east side. I saw Mission Impossible Fallout with a.k.a. Bay Henry Cavill, a.k.a. whatever the heck his stupid name was in the movie. It was such a kind of a corny name. <laughs> What was his name? I don't remember. I, I like literally. I'm at the Warren point, Buffett. It was such a goofy name. Yeah. Sounding, you know. I, I'm at the point where with those movies, I don't even pay attention to what the characters' names are. Right. They're Tom Cruise, Simon Pegg, Ving Rhames. Well, he's he's Ethan Hunt. Sure, he is. Come on, he's Tom. Cruise. We know that name. Tom right, Cruise right, is Tom Cruise in every movie. His his I mean his dynamic yes. range is not. His range is not very dynamic, I should say. August Walker, that was it. Ooh, Henry Ooh. Cavill, so fine. August Walker, that was his name. Yeah, that was a good, that was one of those flip book names where you just go, eh, August, last name, eh, Walker. Okay, so, yeah, I'm about to say this. Ving Rhames' face is so distracting because his face is so waxy, and he has the tiniest little lips I've ever seen with the biggest nose. Do you know who he has the exact same face as? Okay, it's a Disney movie. It's some no, not it's not a cartoon. Who? Who? Jeremy Renner. Think about it. Ving Rhames and Jeremy Renner have the same face: smaller chin, teeny lips, gigantic nose, curly eyelashes. He's like a a very fluffy version. Yeah, for sure. But they okay. but they have the same face: tiny lips, That's giant cool. nose, curly eyelashes. Think about it. Kind of interesting. Think about it. They okay. have very similar features. All that I kept thinking the entire time was, we have the meats. I didn't even realize Ving Rhames did the voice of the Arby's guy. Hey, get that paper. Get oh, that my paper. God. God. Henry Cavill's so fine. Every time like I'm looking at IMDb <laughs> right now, and they keep like flashing different pictures, like scenes of him from the movie, that mustache, he is fine with facial Stay hair. Stay focused. When I Stay tell focused. you... It's just how did you feel about like his his clothes being baggy the entire time? Did you I wish they that? were a little bit tighter. I think it's so that he could be more mobile because he is a huge guy. He's a giant guy. He's a big dude. He has to be what six two and like two hundred fifty pounds. He's a big guy. Probably so. Yeah. 
you know, so I would imagine he can't wear like slim stuff like Tom Cruise can because Tom Cruise is very, very fit, but he's also more slim fit. Whereas, yeah. you know, Henry Cavill has to be big and buff and giant because he's Superman. Superman. Yeah, you know? he's and I could definitely tell in this movie that he was probably kind of in and around the Superman shoot because he, he was a little stockier compared to what I've seen him in, in some other things like a man, right. called, like a man from uncle. He was a little slimmer than a man from Uncle, but he was also right. like a couple years removed from DC movies. Um, overall, we don't have to discuss the plot of the movie because it's Mission Impossible. And it doesn't have a plot. It does not have a plot, but it does have a lot of stunts. Yes, it does. Some yes, incredible stunts. Does. And there were stunts that I thought Tom Cruise did not do. And I found out and that he, he did, did do them. And the cool thing about Henry Cavill, I got to give him props. He wanted to keep up with Tom Cruise. Stunt for stunt. But there were a couple where they were just like, no, sir. <laughs> no, sir. Right. And I'm pretty sure, but I'm pretty sure also Warner Brothers made a couple of calls like, hey, uh, y'all better watch out for our guy. Right, we, right. We, we might need him for some more stuff, for some more bad yeah. DC movies. Right. Um, Really good. It was I, what I didn't what I didn't care for is like I felt like there was like a reveal and a bunch of stuff happened. And but at the same when the reveal happened, you almost didn't care because that character wasn't even like flushed out that well. You know what I mean? There were things that happened. I'm just like it wasn't a surprise. Well, it wasn't a surprise, but then it was just kind of given to you like, right, this is this is who I am. This is the plot. Right. Let's go. Yeah. But the the action scenes were definitely they were definitely up there. Uh, oh, my mom loved it. My mom was like, oh, five stars, best movie ever. Wow. My mom loves Tom Cruise, though. Yeah. Not like thinks he's hot. She just loves Tom Cruise. He's like such a cool, you know, he's an action star. You know, she's like, oh, Tom Cruise is so great. I mean, I'm yeah. with my mom on that. Tom Cruise is the last action star. Yeah. Nobody out here. I was talking to my one of my friends after the movie was over, and I was like talking about like who's left. He's like, Tom Cruise needs to hang it up. And I'm like, no, he doesn't. He's still doing a good job. He looks good. He's doing all of his own stunts. Right. He doesn't look that old. His skin doesn't look that crepey. Yeah. He looks good. You know, like all the rest of these action stars look old and bloated and gross. Yep. Bruce Willis at Comic-Con was either drunk or high or who knows what. Um, Sylvester Sloan is old. That's why they keep doing these like old men being action heroes oh let's bring him back so now Denzel is the action star again even though he's in his 60s and yeah. Liam Neeson and Taken and you know then they did Red retired but extremely dangerous you know these old folks oh we're old but we can still keep up but they were moving like old people yeah Tom Cruise don't move like an old person you know when we say Tom Cruise is always running in this movie there was one scene where he was running forever Oh, and it was amazing. At top speed. And you, oh, yeah. Someone on Twitter said people want to make fun of Tom Cruise running all the time, but the people who are making fun of him are sitting at their computers not who can't run at all making fun of him for running. I'm yeah. like, isn't that the truth? Nah, it's, it's good. Uh, the other thing that impressed me about the movie was that I thought that Henry Cavill, in terms of his physicality in the movie, actually did a really good job. Cause, yeah, I thought know, so too. Because with DC, you know, his because he's Superman, his his punches are kind of telegraphed, and it's not really like fighting. I think in this movie, they let him they let him cut up a little bit. Yeah, and I, I thought he was he was really good. Um, my wife did laugh at his accent. Who's his American accent? And um, oh, it's not as bad as Tom Hardy's in the Venom trailer. Oh, still haven't seen it, but. Uh, yeah, so Mission Impossible. I liked it. Loved it. it yeah, I thought great. it was did, great. Did not disappoint. 
Yeah, I liked it a lot. But you know what was better? What was better? Teen Titans. Teen Titans. Let's go. Bro. Teen, Teen Titans. Titans I liked better than Mission Impossible. I'll agree with you. Uh, that movie, I laughed. I was in the theater alone. Well, there was like five other people in the theater, <laughs> like a family. I was sitting by myself in tears the whole movie. That um, the whole movie when Slade grabs the free the uh, stone and was like plot device. Yes. I was like, this <laughs> is the best movie because all I kept thinking when I was watching Mission Impossible was those things that were happening in Teen mm-hmm. Titans. When he said plot device and like there were certain things happening. In Mission Impossible, I was right. thinking that. I was like, there go the plot. Oh, and here's another subplot. Oh, yeah. here we go. You know, and so when they were doing that and saying things out loud on Teen Titans, that was the best. Teen Titans was so good. I love that show. Um, it is my, this is the favorite show that my niece and I watch together. She's pretty much watched it all her life. Mm-hmm. And she like, she was like, you have to take me to see this movie. Did and, you know, hmm? I'm sorry, I have to interrupt you. Did you know that the voice of Cy- who's the voice of Cyborg? Uh, Carrie, what's his name? The dude from The Walking Dead, King. I did not know that Ezekiel, yeah. Yeah. King Ezekiel from The Walking Dead, is the voice of Cyborg. Yep, that's him. I did not that's know him. that, and that's that's the most amazing thing. I, I think when someone was interviewing him for his role in The Walking Dead, they said, "How do you go <laughs> from being that guy?" To being King Ezekiel, and then he did the cyborg voice, and I was like, oh, "It is him." No, I love so I funny show. There was uh, a Stan Lee cameo that was amazing. Amazing, like there were some things in there that I'm I'm really surprised that they got away with. There and spoiler. There and was, who are the challengers of the universe? What are the cha- challengers? What is of the, the unknown? Challengers of the unknown. Thank you. That was so random and obscure, it, and it was done on purpose because they are. Oh my god! Little Yachty was Green Lantern. Oh, okay. I was trying to figure out his voice. Yeah, Challenge of the Unknown, like an old time, old timey, like whack Fantastic Four type group. They were there was five of them though. Five of them, but they didn't have powers. They just literally went around space and explored stuff. Nobody yeah. cares. And then they, they tried, you know, they tried to bring him back in like the New Fifty Two and all these other ones. Yeah, that's not happening. But yeah, uh, that's so funny. But what? So basically, the whole the plot of the movie is every superhero is getting their own movie. Robin wants his own movie. Yep. But he's not. He's I, I'm a he's a sidekick. Everyone makes fun of him because he's a sidekick. He's not a superhero. Yeah. And so the whole thing was him trying to. Be, he needs a nemesis. Slade was his, the nemesis. Um. Who was of, of course the voice was Will Arnett. Yes. The Great. jokes were perfect. Perfect. It was all meta. They they made the, fun of themselves and the DC universe. Over and over and over again. When he said, "Yeah, well, this is a Green Lantern movie, but we don't talk about that." That yes. was funny. Yet when they Batman said that movie. Alfred was getting his own movie, when the belt, with the utility belt, was getting yeah. its own movie, the car is getting the its Batmobile. own movie, <laughs> and that was so funny. Yeah, I actually don't want to see Mission Impossible again. I would watch it again, but I don't really want to see it again. I want to see Teen Titans again because I know I'll I'll catch stuff that I missed before. Yes. Yes. No, it was really, it was, it was amazingly good. Yeah, amazingly. I mean, yeah, oh my God, I want my family. I'm going to take all of it. I think when I get out to Seattle, if it's still in the theaters, I'm going to take all of it to go see it. It was uh, the best movie in the uh, the DC Cinematic Universe. Oh, and the last line in the movie with Robin, I hollered. Yes. I hollered. It was so funny. Yeah. I don't want to give any spoilers, but no. it was so funny. 
I screamed. I was like, oh my God, this is the best movie I think I've seen. It was perfect. And I hope that it does well. People saying that it's like bombing, but I just feel like it's it's been a weird summer with movies. But here, here's the thing. That that movie doesn't need to do well in theaters because Not it's, it's gonna it's gonna be rerun on TV a ton of times. Yep. Um, whenever they get their streaming service set up, it's gonna run on there a million times. Yep. That like, and I'll be watching it yeah, a million times. I mean, it's they they have nothing to worry about. They're gonna they're gonna make their money back over the span of like ten or fifteen years mm-hmm. because the Teen Titans episodes repeat all day every day. Oh yeah, I watch them all and the they're time. They're all funny. It's a great. Yeah, show. I watch it all the time. Yeah, it's so funny. It's such a... Um, can't wait to yeah, see it. Yeah, it's just... It's really good. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. was such... Teen Titans Go to the Movies was probably one of my top five best movies this, this year so far. Yeah, I'll agree. I'll agree. It's, it was super funny. Because well, what, would, what would it be? Black Panther, Infinity War, and then Teen Titans? <laughs> probably you know, so. Like, <laughs> you know, like... And then Mission Impossible? You know, like, wait, it was such a good when movie. When did Quiet Place come out? That was this Oh, yeah, year. Quiet Place yeah, was good. That, yeah, that's Quiet Place was great, five, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and you know what? It was then. It, it was good, too. Was that this year? Yep. Wow, wasn't it? I feel like no, it was no, last no. Year. That was Christmas. Yeah, that was last December. Yeah. So you're right. A quiet place. So yeah. So it's in the top five. Yeah, quiet place. Nice. Yeah, movie was awesome. So that me that leads us to comic book of the week. What is the comic book of the week, sir? The comic book of the week is Teen Titans number twenty. Yes, number twenty. It is the newest edition of Teen Titans, which I think, not coincidentally, was um, scheduled to come out around the time of this movie. Um, this is not the funny jokester version of Teen Titans. This is a very serious one with a slightly new team. Um, there is a Robin, but this Robin is Damian Wayne, a.k.a. the son of Batman, who is like the male version of Hit Girl from Kick-Ass. Mm-hmm. He's a plotting, sadistic type person. Uh, they've got another Flash dude named Kid Flash, uh, some chick who's the daughter of Lobo. Um uh, Another girl who's a genie. Another dude who is a wrecking ball. I'm not really selling this well. Yeah. Um, But the one thing about this team that's notable is that uh, because Damian Wayne is in charge of it, his his whole mode of operations is I'm tired of superhero teams who basically have a chance to do away with the bad guys and let them get away to fight another day. That's, mm-hmm. that's kind of like non-productive. It's a waste of everyone's time. So when I take down a bad guy, I'm putting them away forever. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. He, does, he doesn't necessarily kill them, but he might just lock them away forever and never let them out. Of course, the rest of the team doesn't really know that, but he's like, and, and think about it. It kind of makes sense. Like Superman has been fighting Lex Luthor for 70 or 80 years. I mean, yeah, for a long time. At some point, you know, Batman and the Joker, I'm like, eh, do you really not have anything else to do? So once you stop them, just, like, stop them. But that's that's the tone of this book. And I think the uh, it's there's only been one issue in this current run. I think what's going to happen is we're going to kind of see that balance between what he's up to and then the rest of the team, which is a little bit more idealistic. And they're like, we just want to stop people. We don't want to, you know, kill them or anything like that. We just want to mm-hmm. bring the bad guys to justice. And we'll see how it plays out. I, I, th- I just think it's an interesting twist on the the old superhero team trope. Um, we'll see how it goes. It's written by Adam Glass, who's 
most famous for writing uh, a lot of the episodes of Supernatural, the TV series. Oh, that's your wife's fave. Mm-hmm. Yep, you know it. Uh, but he's also done some some work in Marvel and DC, um, mainly on like Deadpool, Suicide Squad. So he he's kind of already in this in this lane with his writing. But check it out. I mean, it's actually it's actually kind of a cool thing. Is it's well paced, doesn't bore you, mm-hmm. and it kind of gets right to the point. Teen Titans twenty. Nice. So in other news. Mm-hmm. The Venom trailer came. Another Venom trailer dropped today. So here's the deal. The only reason that I even saw the Venom trailer is because I saw the Venom panel when I was at San Diego Comic-Con. So I'm at the panels. You know, we have that rule that we don't watch trailers. Mm -hmm. How am I not going to watch a trailer if I'm going to panels? So, yeah, I'm going to watch the trailer. I'm going to just close my eyes while I'm sitting there. Nah, I'm here for a reason. I sat there at that Venom panel, listened to them talk about Venom. Nothing about it. So what I've seen from the trailer, it looks terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand that Venom's supposed to have this oily, symbiotic, symbiote, whatever they think they call it, looked about him. He looked, like, squeaky. I don't know. I just, <coughs> he didn't look fluid. He looked like a rubber suit, and yeah. I wish I didn't really care for. And I told the guys I wish that he looked more leathery and not rubbery. Yeah. To make him, because he seem, doesn't seem solid. Right. Does that make sense? Like, he doesn't, like, they should have, like, you know, like, that is weird to me. So I didn't like that. But the thing that I don't like, the trailer looks terrible. Like, we have the, and everybody kept asking when they were asking questions, oh, what about Spider-Man? What about Spider-Man? And they kept going, oh, that would be nice. But, you know, we're not getting any more Spider-Man. The director said at the panel that they still have, the, like, some work to do with the CGI. You're releasing trailers, but Too you're much. talking about... Yeah, you got some cleaning up to do. You're not making me feel good about this. Definitely going to be a matinee viewing. I'm going to see it. Let's be clear. <laughs> I am going to see it. It's going to be a matinee viewing, though. I'm not. I'm not paying full price. I'm no. I'm going to see it with my movie pass if that's still around. If it's still around. Which you know, I, which I canceled today. Yeah, I saw that you canceled that. But yeah, I just, that was just, I'm just like, I'm confused by. Okay, so they put up Sony movies, you know, numbers today and how they had a loss of so many million dollars. And, you know, Sony's out of, there's this, the studios in, in Hollywood and, but, you know, it's based out of Japan. They have mm-hmm. their numbers or whatever. I just feel like if you're not. I don't, I don't. I just get a little confused. I feel like every time things like this happen. Now I know I can't do better because I'm not a writer. I'm not a director. I'm mm-hmm. not into. Com- I don't. Com- I'm not a graphic designer. I don't do computer animation. I don't do any of these things. I, but from me as somebody who has no idea what they're doing, I don't understand. If you have one job, how can you can't make it? Like, don't confuse efforts with results. And I say this right. all the time. I learned that when I was at, la- at my last salon. Gene said. Don't confuse efforts with results. You can't give somebody a haircut and say you tried. Right? Right. So, you know, so like, I don't understand. You have so much money and this, this great team of actors and you just can't seem to like put it together. And Tom Hardy's accent is so weird in it. Here's, here's my thing. You've, you've made, on the Sony side, you've made six, six-ish Spider-Man movies. They didn't really pan out well. Um, Marvel steps in. They help you guys out. They do a phenomenal Spider-Man movie. 
They show you how it's done. Yet you still go back to the same old thing. You're like, we're still going to do this. And it's still going to look like trash. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, that's that's pride. It has to be pride. It has to be, yeah. But you can't tell me. When, when we saw the still version of what Venom looked like last year, whenever they showed, like, the preview pic, and everyone was like, this is disgusting. They didn't look at that and go, oh, you know what? Maybe we should reconsider some things. Just like when we laughed at at uh, Apocalypse. Yeah. You made him look like Grimace. Like, why is he so purple? <laughs> well, but also, they were already, it was already too late. Right. It's, just, it's weird to me that you know what it's supposed to look like, but you can't make it look the way it's supposed to look. But hey, guess what? In other news, Marvel, I'm not, Disney completed its purchase of Fox this week. Right. So the X-Men are coming home. Hopefully, 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 hopefully someday Sony will go ahead and sell Spider-Man to Marvel. Right. And make the family complete. Yep. Um, Let's finish it on up. I'm just excited to see that. That being said, the one thing I am looking forward to, these WB movies look great. Mm-hmm. They really do. Like Aquaman looks like everyone's calling him Aqua Aqua Bro, but guess what? Aquaman's <laughs> boring. Aquaman is boring. You cannot do an Aquaman movie and have Adrian Grenier do it like an entourage. Like no. you're not doing you're not doing an Aquaman movie. It's boring. You have to make it exciting if you want people to come to the theater. Aquaman is a boring character. He's like the lamest character in DC. Super whack. So you know what? Let's make him exciting. Let's make him half Polynesian. You know, like, did you notice that Boba, Boba, Jenga Fett is his dad? Yeah. Yeah, I was on my first last Jenga Fett. Yeah. I mean, I think. It makes sense. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be fun. You know, Uh, I think that Shazam looks awesome. It's going to be hilarious and funny. I think that it's kind of like how we were talking about the M. Night Shyamalan movies. Like, he's on an upswing. It's like uptick. You know, everything's going back up. You kind of went down. Now you're coming back up. Yep. I think the WB movies are doing that. I think they figured it out. Zack Snyder's gone. Thank you, God. So let's keep it going up. Well, I think now that they've abandoned this whole let's do a combined universe thing, just let's just tell standalone stories yes. and worry about that, I think that's going to work out better for them. Because yeah, they don't, for sure. they don't know how to bring it all together. Definitely. Yep. For sure. Yeah, so I'm looking. I mean, we have, some stuff to look, we have some stuff to look forward to. That being said, that's it for us. You can find us at It's the Curly Nerd on all forms of social media. All right. And, um, you know, we're going to take a break and we'll be back maybe in a while later. Yeah. We're going to take a few weeks off. There's not a lot to talk about, not a lot to report on. And we are busy and I got stuff coming up. That is correct. Anyway. All right, y'all. Peace.